3: The volume. All right, guys, UFC 297 goes down this weekend, and we finally get to see the fight between Dracus and Sean Strickland. Look, man, this one is as personal as it's going to get. And in personal fights, your boy always shows up. So once again, I've partnered up with the DraftKings Sportsbook to give all new customers a fantastic offer. Bet only $5 or more get $200 in bonus bets instantly by using my promo code DCTV. It's going to be cold in Canada, but it's going to be hot inside that octagon. Once again, get in on all the action at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use my promo code DCTV at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the UFC. And at the DraftKings Sportsbook, guys, the crown is yours. You can be like your boy. I'm a king. Why don't you be a king? Or a queen. It is what it is. Let's go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 hopeny or text HOPNY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Budeo Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See MMA for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Another episode of Funky and the Champ. I'm fat. Jamal's like skinny fat. You you like you, like you're skinny fat. Take it back. Today I chose violence. I'm suing. (laughs) Sue them. I had to mute on for the fight. Sorry, Daniel, I did mute you. You guys are gonna be lifetime enemies because of the shit you say the moment you get a microphone in your face. Bro, you're crazy. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Funky and the Champ. I'm Daniel Cormier. That's my boy, Ben Aspen. Ben, dude, Luis, our producer, Mm -hmm. said 8.30 time. It's 8.31. (laughs) (laughs) This dude's like, are y'all good? What is wrong with this guy, man? I love that he puts the heat on you. I love it, bro. Yeah. He's prompting off fast. But let me ask you this, though. You want to know why this fool is so excited? Yo, this dude has a party. So he has to get on the train. But listen mm. to this, Doblen. What? He's going to his company party, <clears throat> didn't invite his girlfriend. I go, Luis, you taking the old lady? He goes, well, it didn't say anything about a plus one. I That's can't implied, believe right? you're just
4: putting his business in the street like this.
3: I'm <laughs> Daniel, you stop right. You're being Doug, a bad friend. Is it, is it
4: implied that you get a plus one? I mean, I, w- I would have at least asked. I would have said, hey, I get to bring someone, right? I mean, I'll listen, company. me, I might have just showed up. I might have just showed up with my wife. But nah. yeah, I would kind of either assume or I probably would have asked. You just stop. <laughs> no, buy, no. You need to You need to apologize. You need to buy Luis's girlfriend no, a train no. ticket right now. A, <laughs> a good Christmas gift to Luis right now would be like a nice five-star hotel room in New York City. You hook Luis up, get a nice view of Central Park. And he can, you know, give his girlfriend a few kisses.
3: Bro, let me tell you something. Luis actually, Luis's girlfriend got me a nice Christmas gift. She drew a hand-drawn painting of me. But Ben, (laughs) but Ben, what? Let's just switch the topic. Okay. Guys, earlier this week, I'm reading this off my thing, Dana White or some of his text messages were leaked in regards to John Jones, Ben. And no. they were very mean text messages. Now, not nice. Not nice. But I may have a little bit of a different view of this than most. What did you feel when you first read that? Because I'm curious those that are the I types of it. things like when you feel like you get the curtain pulled back, yeah. you're like, OK, I'm I'm tapped in. Well, I
4: guess I'm I'm definitely not shocked by Dana, Dana's words um, because I know how he can be. Uh, but what I what I would think I can't wait to see what his ass texts about me in 2013. I want those <laughs> to get dug up. But uh, with John Jones, I guess I would think is is John aware that this this is how this person speaks about him or will he be surprised? And when I thought about it a little bit I'm like nah, John probably knows. John probably has the expectation that that's the type of stuff Dana was saying. So he probably won't be all that put off by it. That was what I was kind of thinking. I don't know if that's totally crazy.
3: No, no. Here's my thing. All right, Ben, all right. you and I both own businesses. Yeah, we've all had bad employees. Or yeah, have you had a bad employee in one of your eight academies? Actually, not really yet.
4: You haven't had one. Uh you know, one. There was one that was a really good friend, and I still, I still like him to this day. But he was, I had to fire him, and he, yeah, he kind of knew, it, he kind of knew it, and so that sucked. He, he, he handled it very maturely. I had to get rid of them, um, and we're still friends.
3: Okay. Well, there's different levels, right? So in our business, it's being late, maybe not showing up on time, maybe not always being like tapped into the practices when they're there. But with Jones, it's about being at the fight, doing the promotion, being easier to work with, right? In those moments, when you have an employee that isn't working in the way that you think, you say stuff. You actually say stuff when you're talking to Max or when I'm talking to Duran or if I'm talking about Duran to someone else or to Tony about Duran or Duran to t- about Tony. It's like you say things about an employee that isn't doing the things that you want. And I, I believe that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. Well, I, I guess what I'm thinking
4: is like, I don't, with me. And this is like, I is kind of transparent. Cause he kind of says nasty things about people in public. Right, yes. not not private text. Also, like if I think someone's being a jackass, I just say I think you're being a jackass.
3: I might also tell that to Max, but I probably also told the person to his face. But exactly. But then here's the thing, though. Do you believe yeah. for a second that Dana didn't say it to John's face? That there's okay? No way, that, yeah. There's you no see, way he didn't. There's no way he didn't. He yes. told him the exact same thing. Yeah. To his face, and then he goes and he talks to his friend, who is also his business partner. Yeah. About the situation and says the exact same yeah. thing. So while it might seem, <laughs> oh my God, this guy's talking about a guy that works for him in this way, is it really that big a deal? Because some of the stuff I've said to other people about the people yeah. that work for me is kind of crazy. I'm and glad they, you haven't found my text about you. It, it, hey, that's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I was gonna say that, Ben. I I was gonna say that in our wrestling league. You guys must get so frustrated with me because I'm never interested. They're, it's like they're mad at you
4: right now because you didn't show up with enough people to Utah. You
3: know what I'm saying? Like, no, but those are the things I'm so stretched. So it's like, I'm pretty sure. No one, sure one said, no one said anything
4: like that, that. Dana said no one
3: said anything. No, <laughs> I'm not I even get, in that stratosphere. I get it though. But listen, though, Ben, but listen, though, Ben. Yeah. You got to remember what happened with Dan Henderson, right? It was like the whole event got canceled. Yes. John would have beat Dan Henderson. I guarantee that without a shadow of a doubt, he would have beat it. So there's a lot of frustration built in regards to that relationship. So when you're talking privately, you say some crazy shit. But you know what's crazy about that? You know what's the crazy? I read it and it said they wanted him to fight Gustafson again. The Mm -hmm. first fight with Gustafson was very competitive. And you thought to yourself, let's run that back. It's going to make money. People believe. Jones, on the other hand, was wanting to fight me. And he wanted his money yeah it ultimately worked out for them because the fight between jones and i did way better business than it yeah. did with gusterson so while there was a lot of frustration on dana's part it ultimately ended up working out better for him
4: yeah uh no you're totally right on that i no i mean i think i can't i not at first it took me a second but i think i came to the same conclusion that you did is like, John knows this is probably the type of things Dana has said about him, and he probably said it John's face. He's probably like, F you, John! You you punk! Right? That's what we called in <laughs> the text. Called him a punk, but I'm sure he said it to his face, for sure. Um, yeah, so it does come off bad, and I guess maybe to people who don't and have not followed Dana for a while, they're going to read that, and they're going to go, oh my God, this guy's
3: crazy. But then the other thing is Dana just probably doesn't care. Do you think that some of these other people Roger Goodell, uh, Adam Silver, those guys in the NBA and the NFL. Now I know this might be a little bit out of your realm, but do mm-hmm. you think they like talk about some of the athletes when Kyrie Irving's like saging the Boston Garden, bro? He walked <laughs> to the Boston Garden. You know, like, seriously, do you think Adam Silver's like, yo, this is crazy, bro? Like yeah. somebody get Kyrie. Adam Irving Silver,
4: I don't, listen. I, you're right. I don't observe a lot. Adam Silver seems pretty baited to me. Like that's just not the not the way he talks. <laughs> uh about people. Um so I Adam Silver, I would guess no. Roger Goodell, I'd probably say yeah.
3: Yeah, but then it's like, but again, it's a private conversation that got made public. It's like you don't know, dude, I if Daniel, what's the worst
4: thing you said about someone privately (laughs) that's never been exposed publicly? Bro, (laughs) bro.
3: Some of the stuff I have said privately about people that I should never have said it about. It's crazy. Some of the people I love the most, when they piss me off, I'll text one of my other family members <laughs> and be like, "Yo, this dude right here is the worst human being I've ever met in my entire life. It's just it's crazy, and then you start talking and it's like you're speaking like with someone it's called it's called the circle of trust. You trust that that person is never going to let that business out, and some it 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 was I don't know, how did they get all of that text messages? Did they subpoena that or something?
4: Yeah, I think they, subpoena- they subpoenaed the records there, yeah.
3: Subpoenaed all of the text messages all and found out. But hey, bro, I'm going to tell you this. like When I went to the UFC yeah. and I was negotiating a contract, Dana said stuff to me. I don't care. It's just business. It's just yeah. business. People are trying to, you're trying to come to some sort of agreement and John, for his to his credit, to his credit, Ben, was a little bit ahead of the game because now we're seeing it with Francis Gano. right? What do you mean? In making demands or what? Understanding his value, right? He probably felt like he deserved more money. But, the, so but he... the hard part there, Daniel, this is the hard part. Um, and, I,
4: you know, I got blackballed by Dana, and I, 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 to this day, I don't know why. Maybe you're my friend. Maybe you can go ask Dana. I've, I, I, I've asked him. I never got a good answer. Um, what did he but... say to you? Uh, what he kind of just blew me off. He kind of blew me <laughs> off. I was in a text real quick. Uh, I don't remember what he says, blew me off, but it was like, I actually, we went to that meeting together. It was actually the Monday after and versus Jones, you and I, and Bob went together to Vegas.
3: Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That was the yeah. day. Yeah. I didn't get an offer. I got sent home without a contract. So, um, you know, that yelled. Hey, I got yelled at, I got yelled at because I was like, I'm worth more <laughs> than what the offer is. I got yelled at. Well, that's oh, yeah, much we
4: better than I got because I got, I got no contract from, from anybody. And I was like, I don't really get my, my, my thing was, like I don't really give a damn how much you pay me. I think I could win. So sign me up. I'm going to go win. And then I'm going to ask for a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. But to that point, this is what Dana did. And this is where John, Jones ran a fine line. And I think he won. I think he did a great job. Is Dana would blackball you. If he didn't like you,
3: he'd try to get rid of you. But he couldn't because he kept winning.
4: That's you can't Jones, get rid of but he got rid of other like
3: people. That. But you can't you can't get rid of a guy that keeps winning. He kept Correct. winning, right? It's hard to, it's hard to get rid of a dude that in the prime of his career yeah. was winning every fight. Even yeah. when you suspended him and time went away, when he came back, people would still kind of go in droves to watch him fight. Yes. It, it was what it was. So you understand how important he is to the business. Yeah. Now, the only area in which I think that John Jones was, could have found himself into some issues, was because of all the things that he had gotten himself into trouble. He hadn't even gotten into most of the bad stuff yet. He had had issues, but he hadn't gotten to the level that he had got to. And if those text messages were shared then, could you imagine the text after? When they had to strip him of the belt and all those other things, could you imagine those text messages? You see me? Could you imagine those, Daniel? What What do you think?
4: If you got to go through all of Dana's text messages,
2: oh my god!
4: I wouldn't want to. The skeleton you could find. Think about that.
3: I I, I got so many bodies. I wouldn't want to. I think if we all Uh. went to, if we all went to his text messages. All of our feelings would be hurt.
4: Our, yeah, our feelings would be hurt. I think so.
3: And, and, dude, and again, he would say it to your face. And yep. that is why you can't really be, because again, I've heard it. He's told me stuff to my face. And Daniel, you're pretty likable. What could he possibly say to you? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, come I mean, on. What did he say to you? That day, well, that day that we went to the contract, he was like, well, you're not a champion, you know, and he was kind of screaming. He's like, you're not a champion. Um, so the amount of money you're asking for is not going to happen. And it, it wasn't as nice as I'm making it seem right now. <laughs> but he was saying that to me, right? Ben, I left that meeting still without a contract. I left. But you were already meet- fighting in the UFC at that point, right? Or was this when no. you guys came over? Yes, the I was. Force? Yes, I was. You but, were. But I was fighting under my strike force contract, Attack. right? Yeah, so I came okay. to the UFC. I had fought Jeff Munson. No, I'd fought uh uh Roy oh. Nelson and Frank Mir, yeah. but I was still under my strike force contract, which yeah. was great for strike force, but then I was gonna fight Rashad Evan. So it's like I need to be paid more as I go down in weight to fight these guys. And yes. the issue was I wasn't willing to fight Kane. So I was moving divisions yeah. and all that, and I wanted a certain amount of money. So I left yeah. that I left that without a uh a uh Without a contract. And then Lorenzo yeah. just kind of said, hey, uh, he gets worked up and he, he goes, I don't worry about it. And so then by the time <laughs> I got to the airport, that, that made me a better offer. And we came to terms and we never had issues going forward. Right. Yeah. So, but it, but it was in that moment when I thought that I deserved something more than wasn't agreed to, we ultimately came to a, an agreement that worked for both, but it's like, yeah. Contract negotiations are not easy. It's actually the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Like, I hate contract negotiations. Like, do you like it? Um, no, but I I try to be pretty forthcoming
4: with what I think. Uh, kind of all that. That's kind of how I live my life. Like, I was thinking if you look through my text messages, it would be all that much I'm ashamed of. Like, probably not really? not as much as not as much as most people.
3: I mean, I'll give you my phone. You're welcome. To because look through you it. would say because you would just say it in I, front of you.
4: That's how I try to live my life. I try to just put, put it out there, whatever I am. And so in contract negotiations, um, yeah, I've just, honestly, like that, that one I'm talking about, that we're talking about, I literally said, like, give me a contract. Even if you're not giving me that much money, I'll come and fight and I'll win. And then in my own head, I'm like, when I win, then I could demand more money. But I oh, didn't get offered much. anything, and that was when Dana said, "Oh, he's scared." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Well, no, that, that, <laughs> I know, I know you're saying that, Dana, but that's and this is where like maybe you and I would differ. Like Dana absolutely lied about me, hundred percent, and so that's why it's like he's not fully forthcoming. He is pretty straightforward, but then he he can throw some swerves like this, and most people trust him because he is so forthcoming. But like when he said, "I was scared, or I didn't want to fight," that wasn't true. I literally said, "Give me a damn contract, I'll fight whoever
3: you want." Yeah. Well, you know, he's a promoter, right? Yeah. And when you're, pro- yeah. he's a promoter. And when you're promoting stuff, you put a little bit on it. Like you, yeah. you really do because ultimately, Hey, the one thing people could never question with him is yeah. that the thing that matters the most to him is his family in the UFC. That'll never be questioned. And yeah. the guy will protect that in that brand, uh, with everything, uh, that he has. But yeah, yeah. not that surprised that of the John Jones conversation. Uh, and I don't I'll think is going to, I don't think Jones is going to take much offense to it either. Because I if he was living his life as if he thought that those spoke the guys spoke of him like he was just a pillar of the community, yeah. then that's a level of like being like disillusioned that yeah. should not walk God's green earth because <laughs> it's very dangerous. but if you're the, that delusional, yeah, then you yeah. should not be walking the earth because you're a dangerous, dangerous human being i think
4: I think there'll be so I think you're right, I think my initial feeling was, oh damn, those are pretty aggressive text messages. And then I I thought about the same thing as you, like, ah, Jones probably expected, John probably expected, that type of thing. But I do think there'll be members of the public, and this is not the Dana Karras, but just just to make the observation, that say, oh, man, like, that's pretty crazy.
3: No, absolutely. But, bro, we see it every day in sports. The guy that is way too valuable to get rid of, even though you know that him or that girl and the powers that be are not aligned. But they all still work together because they know that ultimately it makes the best sense business-wise. Attention all wrestling
0: aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio
3: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ben, I spoke about being delusional. And (laughs) if you're delusional, you could become dangerous. Another guy that's very dangerous is our middleweight champion, Sean Strickland. We saw that in the fight uh, with Israel Adesanya in terms of his bare hands. We saw that. When the guy tried to like rob the person who was hiding outside of his house. Yeah. When he came out with his he had gun. A weapon, he had a weapon. We saw that in many instances with Sean, right? Mm-hmm. Even when he's driving like motorcycles through the desert and doing all this yep. crazy stuff that by the way, I thought was like in the contract that we're not allowed to do. You're definitely not allowed to. Yeah. I thought you're not allowed to do any of that stuff, but Sean obviously does it. selectively enfor- selective enforcement. They call that. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, so Sean said the other day, bro, on that video last week we discussed a little bit, or two weeks ago we discussed. Yeah. You were very, very sympathetic to Sean's plight. Nope, 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 nope. You're very sympathetic. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Go
4: ahead. I I went and watched the Theo Vaughn podcast, which I thought was good. Um I don't want to say I'm not sympathetic cuz I feel the same way about the things that happened to Sean. I that that the same same words they said the, the other day I don't feel differently about. But Sean says too many dumb things. I listened to that podcast I said, "Man, I've been saying so many good things about Sean and he's just talking crazy." It's just what do you crazy. Cuz that stream what? of crazy. I go listen to Theo what was podcast. the craziest thing he said? We kept trying to bring up like strippers and hookers and all. It was just, it was just, it was a constant stream of of madness. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna temper my uh, comments <laughs> towards Sean as like he uh, he needs to you know he needs to continue to get his thoughts together. We'll say,
3: but that is who, but that's who he is, right? That, and you said you said okay, and I quote. You said,
4: <laughs> stop, listen, one, and, of day, no, one of my friends the other no, one of my friends they said, I can't believe Daniel said that on record, when you said it off record, I'm like, you actually <laughs> believed him? You <laughs> believed Daniel, stop it.
3: <laughs> you said, and I quote, and I quote, I have never seen a guy who has, who has rehabbed his public image better. I've never seen it swing as much as I've seen it swing for Sean Strickland. So now you're telling me, because he mentioned a couple hookers and some strippers, that now you're off the bandwagon? I'm not off the bandwagon. I think he
4: still says some great things. I'm tempering it. I'm not like before. I'm like, oh my God, this guy's the voice of reason. And listen, some of the stuff he says, I agree with. But then after after listening to an hour and 50 minutes, I think that's how long the podcast was, (laughs) there was a whole bunch of stuff I
3: can't vouch for. I'm not vouching for it, Daniel. <laughs> Nuh-uh, not doing it. Ben, Sean said this, though. He said, Dracus, he goes, if I go to Canada and you bring that up, guess what? I'm going to go to jail. They're going to deport me, and we spend eight weeks of training for no, no fucking reason. Dude, listen, Dracus, we're going to try and murder each other, but if you bring that shit up again, I will fucking stab you. How worried are you? Like it, so one, that's worrisome, because I, I know that Sean Strickland, he acts on his instincts and his thoughts. Two, I'm also worried that they're going to put everybody into the same hotel, and we're going to run into a whole bunch of issues like we did with Bobby Green and Armand Surroukiya.: This is pretty simple. this is pretty simple. metal detector.
4: He's get he's get one of them wands. You put it right on Sean. All right, Sean, give up the shank. Let me have it. It's right there. It's in your pocket. Now press conference weigh-ins. Sean, that's not a boner.
3: That's your knife. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I don't have. I don't have a knife. I don't have a shiv. I don't have one. What if he shows up? What if he shows up with one of them jail shivs? It's like brown, with a whole bunch of tape on the end with like a thing pointed out. Hard the top. plastic. Hard plastics and the metal detector doesn't get it. You
4: can't make fun of this shit, man. That he ain't gonna stab Daniel. With. Let me let me break this to you. He's not gonna stab him. He's not gonna stab him. Are you sure? Are if you I, had bet it, be if sure? I had betting, if I had betting, I'll bet. I'll bet you on this one. I'll bet you. I'll give you three to one odds. I'll bet you a hundred bucks. He don't. stab. I don't stab think him. he'll stab
3: him because I don't think he'll. Have okay, the opportunity good. So to you stab don't stab want to make that bet. But I think. But I think. I think if he did have the opportunity, he would stab him. I really believe it. I believe so that then, Sean Strickland would stab him if he had the opportunity. The, you
2: don't you know, think that in a street listen, fight,
3: Sean Strickland would stab this dude? Uh, I think I think that Drakus should
4: have someone from his corner just be carrying around <laughs> a metal detector all the time. Drakus, <laughs> no, if you're no, listening, no, you could you could steal no, this material. No, no. Just have the what you know what I'm talking about one of those metal detectors that they, they put through your legs and stuff. Hey, that's that- Danny.
3: Hey, we should have Danny Rubinstein make that like his gimmick for the whole week where like every time you see Drake is on embedded and stuff, you've yeah. got someone with a metal detector making sure <laughs> Sean doesn't get him. Bro, I'm gonna speak to Sean on an interview and I'm gonna ask him, I'm gonna ask him like, bro, do you believe that by showing him that this gets to you to that degree, if it's a bit of a like a mistake, because it could be a mistake, he seems yeah. so emotional about all this obviously as as would be the case but now you're saying i'm a stabby yeah. why why stabby when you do have the ability to go out and fight that was what i thought about the george and
4: george and colby situation like george you had you had plenty of time to try to hurt him like there's not really very many rules in the octagon there's it's very very limited like you can very much try to injure a man and you weren't able to do it so yeah i i not i agree with this what you just said is is it getting to him too much? And if you, once you threaten to stab someone, it is probably getting to you too much. Um, and I don't think we've ever seen Sean in this type of mindset. So it'll be, it's going to be very interesting to me because Sean is usually the antagonist um, and the one creating the strife and
3: not the opposite. Yeah, but wait, 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 wait. In movies, Ben, you have an antagonist, and I think you have a protagonist or protagonist, something like Protagonist, yeah. Yes. That. Uh-huh. That's the good guy. So you're telling me Sean's the good guy in this deal? So, you listened to that interview and you came back with the idea that Sean Strickland is the good guy in this deal. <laughs> he, Drake is is the villain to you? Yeah, I
4: think that's where we're at now. I think that's it. <laughs> you just told me. Just don't listen to the one interview. <laughs> just don't listen to it. He, he says so much crazy stuff. Oh, man. If you want, you want me to listen, okay, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll be, we've, been, we've been having too much fun. I will be serious with you. Oh my God! I think Sean almost feels obligated to pay, play that personality type. It felt, in some circumstances, with Theo Vaughn, he was forcing the. Uh, he, you know what? I'll tell you one line he kept saying that I was like, "Come on, dude!" Like he kept saying, "I want to go bang every girl, but I got a girlfriend, so I don't." It's like, all right, all right, Sean, come on, you're, you know, this is going out. This isn't like you talking to your buddy. This is, this is going out. Everyone's gonna hear this. Your girlfriend is gonna know. People are hearing this. Her friends are gonna hear people hearing this. That's that's fucking embarrassing. Like that's you know, embarrassing for her. Why would yeah. you
3: embarrass your girlfriend like that? That's his deal. You know what's yeah. you know what's weird? Like his his uh his girlfriend is a very like nice, normal looking girl. So she's you know, like yeah. when when I was with when I was training with some of these guys, like yeah. they would date these women, these fighters, and they would have like tattoos, and yeah, they look yeah, like they yeah. kind of belong together. Yeah, it, Sean Strickland's girlfriend is very like normal looking lady and she's very nice i met her uh in australia so to me it's that this life and maybe maybe and i we don't know this lady so maybe like this is the exact life that they expected together but this life is fast man and it's crazy <laughs> and it's like yeah. over the top and it's big how did your wife deal in this life then when you got to the ufc yeah. it was all the glitz and the glamour like because she's like a did she go to missouri too
4: yeah, but she so she's we, a they, Midwest you know,
3: girl that's kind of like, yeah. you get fucking swept up into this whole big, crazy life. Like, how did she live in that?
4: Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think
3: I think she was fine
4: with it. Um, Yeah, we never really had any issues. It was kind of like, you know, it's funny when fight, it, the UFC is different because in different organizations, like I was popular in Asia and I would get recognized when I went on the streets and whatnot, you know? But then the UFC, like, especially in Vegas on a fight week, it's just a little different. Or New York on a fight week, it's just a little bit different with the amount of, you know, swarming. Or I don't remember, there was one fight I went to Chicago that was totally crazy. But no, it was fun. You know, I, I think we always talk about, how, like, I got popular, but not popular enough where it's miserable. You know, where yeah, you can't back. go anywhere and you get swarmed, like you know, taking a handful of
3: pictures when you're on the street is like, that's fun, right? That's not a big deal, yeah. It's not no. a big
4: deal, it's nice, the it's only fun, thing that, yeah.
3: The only thing that Selena didn't like was being involved in the build. It was like, ah, leave the women yeah. out of this. Like, yeah. everybody always felt like that. Like, just leave everybody out of this shit. This shit between y'all. Like, yeah. it's between y'all. Like, nobody wants to be involved in all of this, like, fight promotion and mm-hmm. every everything else uh, that we we, uh, we got going on yeah
4: what? so back to sean Strickland stuff is like dude he's listen sean you're a man we all understand man have men urges right it's it's this part of being a man but you don't got to go on a podcast that millions of people women are,
3: have those urges too i mean not hey, as men not not as frequently so crazy. Not as frequently. you're so crazy if you believe that you're so crazy if they, hey hey bro those are we can talk off the podcast those are facts bro no but listen ben 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 <laughs> let me tell you what something. you know what's crazy? Men have those urges. Yes. Yes. Women have urges to do things too. Maybe not always sexual, like, but I'm going to tell you watch
4: what.
3: Watch movies. I, yes. Let me tell you who has an urge right now. Luisa's girlfriend has an urge to go some party now. <laughs> She's <laughs> leaving know. her. I mean, he's going to the party without her. Luisa's girl probably has an urge to go somewhere, right? Am You're I wrong? She's probably it's like, so yo,
4: Luis. You better make this up to him. You better buy him a nice-ass <laughs> hotel room in New York City over in Central Park. Right now, you go on a Luis, get his credit card, go on a price line, buy yourself. You have know, my permission, Luis, buy the nicest your hotel room face, you can Luis.
3: find. Show your face, Luis. Stand up for yourself, man. Stand up for yourself and explain why you didn't take your girl, man. I don't get it. Real Talk is kind of funny. just Hit me up and said there are no plus ones. So there you go. I'm wrong, Luis. Luis didn't have the option, so play boy, play boy. He might be lying. Luis might be lying right now. Yeah, Luis I is don't lying trust trying him. to prove his point, man. Forget that guy. All right, last thing, Ben, before we go. Chelsea said Khabib's going to fight Leon Edwards at UFC 300. Any truth to that, you think? You're the, you know Khabib. Just text I'm him I'm just and asking him. you. I'm not asking. I, I, I'm not asking, bro. Do you believe that Khabib comes back? And fights Leon Edwards at US. My
4: general, my general feeling would be no. I mean, he did retire young. He probably still has some good fighting years in him. Um, But he seems to not have the urge to be in the public spotlight or at do all. that type of thing at all. So that would lead me to believe the answer is no. But you
3: got the real answer, so I think you just need to tell us. You know what told me a lot about the Khabib situation and how he's like shying away from this life as yeah. much was... In Abu Dhabi, when Islam fought, he didn't even go. He didn't even Mm. come to the arena. Yeah. Where he just was like, tonight is about Islam. And a lot of times when you have a guy like Khabib, because, dude, Khabib has gotten to the point now that he's one of those guys like, he's like, dude, no no bullshit. He's like fucking messy and all them other dudes. Like when he goes out publicly, it's crazy the level of attention and stardom that this man has. So he tends to overshadow people when you're around him. And yeah. uh, he didn't even go in Abu Dhabi. Because a lot of times it will turn into Coach, Coach Khabib. And he's like trying to step away. Yeah. To make sure he's not taking anything away from the guys that are yeah. inside the octagon. I don't imagine he would. I mean I haven't really spoken to him lately. So I don't imagine that he would come back. Because dude we did a, we did a top 30 UFC fighters of all time. Yeah, Khabib told us he turned down forty million dollars. <laughs> he said For what? forty million dollars. That dude said forty million dollars, bro, to come Boy, back.
4: Oh, to fight anybody or to fight to fight the you
3: know, UFC. I don't know how many fights he was meaning. I don't know what he meant, but he just said it. He goes, "I, I turned away forty million dollars, brother. I'm, I'm done. I don't okay. know what would, uh, prompt him to come back if he was turning that type of money away." Uh, two years ago. But yeah. if he did now, if he did, they just announced Yao Shannon and Zhang Wei Li. If yep. he did, now UFC 300 starts to feel like that mega event that we all expect. Now, let me ask you this one though. Yeah. He is probably the most likely though of the people that retired. Because you know, every time, Somebody comes back, right? So Brock Lesnar headline 100. Brock Lesnar headline 200. I don't care that Misha Tate and Amanda Nunez walk last. Brock Lesnar headlined that fight card. That, that, is, yeah. that was the marquee attraction. Fast forward six, seven, seven years now, yep. eight years almost. He's too old not to headline. Ronda Rousey does not seem to have any desire to fight again. Khabib yep. seems like the most reasonable or closest choice of someone that could come back and make that impact
4: yeah uh no i'm ch- honestly i'm sure he's still great i'm sure he'd still do a really really good job uh i mean like i don't hate leon versus though i i've been advocating as for a that. headliner though ben the headline UFC um, 300, yeah i don't think know, about this not. you yeah think- cause I, I understand what you're saying corby versus lesnar how about oh, that
3: one think about this one dude i'm so old but think about you're this, not even ben. that old stop ben Think about this. UFC 100 had Brock versus Frank Mir. It had George St. Pierre versus Thiago yeah. Alves and so many other great fights. UFC 200 had me versus Jones scheduled. Nunes versus Tate scheduled. Lesnar versus uh, Mark Hunt. And Jose Aldo versus Frankie Edgar for the interim championship. Those feel bigger than anything else we're going to see for a long time. How does the UFC make UFC 300 feel that way when it doesn't seem like there are stars at that level, especially when you have so many people already booked. You got yeah, O'Malley that, booked. You got O'Malley booked. You got the featherweight champ booked, Volkanovski. Adesanya yeah. said he's on a hiatus. Jones is hurt. So many got people are booked. Islam is injured. So many people are booked or can't fight. How does yeah. the UFC make 300 feel that way? I mean, do they really go to Khabib and maybe offer him $50 million? How I mean, what do you do?
4: Yeah. yeah, uh yeah. Him or George uh, Saint Pierre? Uh, I, I don't Saint know if Pierre he's can still fight. Probably he looks good. I bet he can still fight. He's not that old, was he? Like forty-two, maybe forty-three, maybe forty-two years old. I don't Why know not either. you versus Brock Lesnar? Come on,
3: baby, you want to get in maybe. shape one more Brock time? Brock Lesnar's like fifty, bro. Brock Lesnar, good, easier Brock for Lesner- you then Brock Lesnar is in the WWE and doing this thing. Man, he's fine. He- he actually he actually doesn't even so really. So you're saying it's too day.
4: easy. Okay. You, you versus Gable Stevenson.
3: Bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fight these young dudes. I can't fight, man. Man, I'm a terrible fighter. I told you I tried to fight the other day. And every time I threw a Who'd kick, you try I to fell fight? down. I was sparring, and every time I threw a kick, I fell down. I would fall on the ground, bro. My legs were <laughs> hurting so bad. Seriously, I I my legs are hurting so bad. Now Am I still pretty good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. My hands are still pretty fast. Uh-huh. But dude, after one day of training, my body hurt worse than anything I have felt in a long time. So, okay, what about Pereira versus Aspinall? We talked about that. Oh, That'd be fun. Oh, oh, I'm man. in. That's a good one. Yeah, that's that would help. That would yeah. help. I don't know if uh if they would do that. I mean, Pereira wants uh, Jamal Hill, but Pereira also wants Jamal here because he doesn't want to fight Hank I mean, Hank can wrestle too. Like. So true. if I'm being honest, Pereira's smart. He's very smart. Yeah. Wouldn't seem to be a great matchup for him. All right, Ben, I'm going to let you go, man. So to recap, to recap, nobody's really surprised by the text messages that Dana was talking about no. John Jones privately because in private text messages, he kind of said things that might not always seem Appropriate. Two, Sean strickland's the protagonist, guys. As we head into UFC 297 this weekend, Ben has coined him the good guy. Would have never thought that that would be the case. Even after listening to him go off with Theo Von, he still coins him the good guy. That's how bad he thinks Drake is. Duplissy is who I was. Drake is Duplissy is going to bring a metal detector to UFC 297. Oh yeah, and Drake is going to have a metal detector. And lastly, (laughs) great, Khabib. (laughs) Danny Rubenstein, get the metal detector. Get the metal detector for Drake. Uh. And lastly, we don't know if Khabib's fighting. UFC 300 needs a main marquee attraction, and I don't know if it's going to be the eagle. I guess we'll find out. Guys, thank you so much for always watching what we do. Enjoy UFC 297 this weekend. I'm Daniel Cormier. That's been asking Until next time, peace. Yeah.